Thanks for taking the time to listen to this NHS Employers podcast. For all the latest NHS HR workforce information, visit www.nhsemployers.org. Hello, my name is Caroline Waterfield and I'm the Deputy Director of Development and Employment at NHS Employers. This is the first of a two-part podcast series on inclusive recruitment. In this episode, a senior manager at NHS England and Improvement, who lives with a criminal conviction, shares her experiences of applying for jobs. So every time you apply for a job, your heart sinks because you've got to disclose your past that you're so far away from now to someone else and they get to judge you all over again and it feels like it just happened yesterday. Are they going to understand that I've moved on? Are they even going to wait to see if I've changed? Or are they just going to see that I've got convictions and say no? We also look at the evidence base behind recruiting people with a criminal record and how it can have a positive impact on NHS organisations. If you give somebody with a conviction another chance, they're going to take that and they're going to want to give back to the employer that's given them that opportunity. Dedicated and passionate about the NHS, Kate Morrissey regularly gives up her weekends for the ambulance service, caring for patients across the southeast. Hiya, in the ambulance. Do you want to take a seat? During the week, she's a national programme manager for NHS England and Improvement, overseeing a multi-million pound budget. However, it wasn't an easy journey for Kate to get to where she is today. The criminal convictions she received whilst in her youth posed a barrier at the first hurdle of employment. She's going to pop this in your ear. So I suppose my story starts when I was in my teenager and I just really didn't feel like I fit in anywhere. I didn't fit in with my family, I didn't fit in at school. And so I started diving off school, taking drugs, drinking alcohol. And then when I was 16, I moved in with my boyfriend at the time and he was working, but he wouldn't come home from work on time. So I made him say why he wasn't around. And he told me he was a heroin addict, which was why he wasn't home. So eventually I decided that I wanted to see what that was like. Really, the next thing I remember is that six months later, when we'd run out of money and we hadn't paid the rent, that I was standing in my kitchen and I was really withdrawing. I was clucking, I had the shivers, I was sneezing, I had stomach pains. I felt so uncomfortable and I literally fell to the floor, kind of just stunned that I was an addict. I was a heroin addict and I was 16 years old. And um, then I left my boyfriend and I got with someone who was quite violent, who tried to beat the baby out of me when I was pregnant, who strangled me, who broke my nose. And so I walked out and I was put into a um, hostel for battered women. And um, while I was there, I had no money, no benefits, and I had a baby to feed. So I started shoplifting. Um, and eventually I went to prison. Only what was only there a few weeks, but it was the first time in my life that I'd ever felt peaceful in my whole adult life. I was 25 years old and I realised that like there was hope that I could change and that people could change and get out of addiction. So when I got out of prison, I decided that I was going to do things differently. And I went on a drug rehabilitation course and I started volunteering. Hello, Jessica speaking. Hi, yeah. Interested in employing people from excluded groups. 
Great, yeah. Jessica Rose is the campaigns manager at Business in the Community, a membership organisation that supports employers to make a positive impact in their communities. Jess works with employers to help them better understand the impact an employment opportunity can have on people seeking to rehabilitate. The importance of supporting people with a criminal record into employment is paramount. There are now 11.7 million people in the UK with a criminal record of some kind. What that means is that there's a huge number of people who are in some ways excluded from employment if employers aren't following good practice in terms of their recruitment practices. So uh, there, there's a real importance, I think, in reducing reoffending to help people come out of the criminal justice system and to break that cycle of reoffending, which happens when people go through the justice system, come out the other side, can't get any opportunities, and then feel like their only recourse is to go back into criminal activity. So there's a huge role for employers um, across sectors to create opportunities for people with criminal convictions to become part of society again and be supported into work. Like many people, Kate has had several jobs, interviews and unsuccessful applications since she was released from prison 15 years ago. In that time, her experiences of recruitment have been both good and bad. I've had some really good experiences of being employed with convictions where I have had the application, the interview and not had to disclose until the end, by which time they've known who I am and they know a bit about me. It feels like you're valued more, like they value you and your skills rather than kind of what you are on a bit of paper and for me that makes me feel like I want to work for that organisation more. But then I've had some others where I've had to disclose straight away and I've been turned down even though I know that I am adequately qualified and could very much do that job. I haven't even been selected for an interview. And then when I have gone for an interview and got through the interview and been offered a job, they leave you hanging on. So, for example, one role I went for, it took nine months for them to undertake the risk assessment, which time I was in limbo. I couldn't apply for another job because I'd accepted this one with a conditional offer. So the key pitfalls that employers need to look out for are structural barriers that they might be putting up, asking questions that aren't going to help you uh, to determine whether somebody will be good in the role or will be a risk in the role at an early stage and not giving people an opportunity to put across their skills and attributes before looking at things like criminal convictions can be uh, really off-putting for applicants. I think also once you get to the interview process and once you get to your disclosure process, uh, if you are asking about convictions, then having a very clear and transparent process about why you're doing these checks and what you're going to find out and what you do with the information once you get it. A lot of people think that because they've declared a criminal conviction that rules them out of all jobs and actually what employers should be doing is treating people on a case-by-case -case basis, having a good risk assessment in place and looking at the risk in the role of that person and that conviction and the circumstances of the conviction and since the conviction. Another experience I had was when my DBS got renewed and as a result of that, the processes have changed and they realised that I had these convictions, which they'd known about for the last two years, but because it had been renewed, they then suspended me from my role whilst they undertook a risk assessment, which was really embarrassing. Um, I had to explain to people why I wasn't allowed to work and I hadn't done anything wrong. When someone 
picks up your DBS, you feel judged. It doesn't feel like a risk assessment. It feels like a judgment on you as a person. And it, it, you know, you think, well, my past track record, I've worked for you for the last two years. Can you not see that I'm a good person? There's been no complaints. And yet all of a sudden, I'm a bad person in your eyes. There is a compelling case for providing training or employment opportunities for people with a conviction. Actually, after seven to ten years, people with a criminal conviction are no more likely to offend than somebody who's never had a criminal conviction. The employers that we work with who do hire people with criminal convictions talk about the loyalty that they get and the retention rates of the people who they hire, uh, often as being much higher than, uh, than um, among the general population. So in high turnover industries such as hospitality, they are reporting much higher retention rates among people with convictions. And we understand that's because if you give somebody with a conviction another chance, they're going to take that and they, they're going to want to give back to the employer that's given them that opportunity. People with a criminal record often mention facing a certain stigma when they choose to share their past. I think there is a stigma about people with criminal record. I think that it's shocking to people when they meet someone in a professional role that's committed a crime, they're always slightly stunned and almost like, how can you be trusted now? And yet, if they didn't know about that, they would have trusted you going on who you are, who they, they see you to be and where you are in this place. And I'm a really different person to who I was 14 years ago, 20, 25 years ago. And yet still, people now feel it's okay to judge me by something I did when I was a child. And I really kind of just feel that people need to believe that people can change. So to reduce the stigma that exists around employing people with criminal convictions, employers that we've worked with have done things like volunteering with prisons and working with people with criminal convictions uh, on, diff on volunteer projects. They have publicised the fact that they do offer employment to people with criminal convictions and enabled their staff to work as mentors or buddies to those people so they're breaking down barriers between individuals and also educating their workforce at the same time. I think it's impacted me in that I'm determined to get a job and that I won't let my criminal record get in my way. Now I challenge people to say well why can't I just because I've got a criminal record? Why can't I do that job? Um, and make sure that I'm asking their reasoning and challenging that. Having meaningful employment that enables people to fulfil their potential is a critical success factor in most people's rehabilitation journey. The NHS supports people leaving the justice system if they have, for example, an addiction through providing healthcare services. The NHS, however, where appropriate, can also support that journey as a large employer. The NHS spends over £800 million a year in England on treating addiction and to then spend all that money and when someone applies for a job with us to say no actually we don't want you because you're you're an addict that, that just doesn't really chime right you wouldn't do that with any other illness. Employer attitudes are changing to employing people with criminal convictions and a YouGov poll for the Ministry of Justice this year found that 81% of employers agree that employing ex-offenders has helped their business Two-thirds of companies that do employ ex-offenders would recommend others to do the same. 
79% of people think that businesses employing ex-offenders are making a positive contribution to society. So there's a real reputational benefit to organisations that are employing ex-offenders. Alongside being a volunteer for the ambulance service and a programme manager at NHS England and Improvement, Kate has also recently taken up the role as the National Implementation Lead for ReConnect. The ReConnect programme was set up by NHS England and Improvement to provide care after custody, helping to address health inequalities for people leaving prison. I'm passionate about what I do now because I feel like I'm making a difference. That the people that I am serving um, through both of my jobs are people who are let down by society and society forgets about them. Prisoners, people would rather they, you know, lock them up and throw away the key. And actually, I think everyone deserves a second chance and everyone can be rehabilitated. Seeing people's lives change every day, which I see in my job, really just makes it worth my while. Because there's been some nurses and some doctors in my life in my experience who've absolutely turned my life around and they might not never know that they were the person that really made me think and change things for me and i'd like to be that to someone else after receiving the last of her convictions kate worked to make the most of the opportunities she was given today she's fully rehabilitated and living a normal life with her three children and now wants to use the experiences of her own journey to give others hope and also challenge employers to reflect on their employment practices. I meet so many particularly addicts or people with convictions who feel hopeless and feel like there's no place for them in society anymore. Yet they see me and they see me doing well and I tell them my past and it just gives them that bit of hope and makes them think that maybe they can do well or better for themselves. And for me, that's just that's worth everything that's you know a lot of people in my position don't tell their pasts and there's something about being really visible and saying actually do you know what I've got convictions and look what I'm doing now. Employment checks and standards are important in the NHS however we can also do more to improve the inclusivity of our processes to hire people with a criminal record, placing the person ahead of some of those processes. So the one thing I'd like to say to anybody considering employing ex-offenders is think about the barriers that might exist within your recruitment process and within your organisation to bringing people in who have criminal convictions. And do think about working with prisons and charities and other organisations that support people into employment who have got criminal convictions because those organisations are the ones that are the experts and do know how best to support people. So working in partnership means that any initiatives that you put in place are more likely to succeed. So if I was to speak to HR managers, I'd say don't just look at the bit of paper. Look at the person, speak to that person, get to find out about that person, find out what makes them tick, why they're applying for the job. On a bit of paper, probably no one would have employed me, but if you took the time to get to know me or know another person, then you can form an absolutely different opinion of them. Ex-offenders are just like the rest of us. Uh, they're people who may have made a mistake, but they also want to get on and do their best in society. They want to be given an opportunity to be part of something. When they told me that they were going to let me work, I was, it was a bit like a stand up and give myself a little fist pump. 
uh, moment quietly um, because I never really thought that I would be able to work in the NHS and for, you know, at the level that I am, it, it's a bit of a dream come true for me really. I want to thank Kate for sharing her powerful story and Jess for providing insight into the reasons for considering a more inclusive approach to the recruitment of people with a conviction. Maintaining high standards in recruitment and employment practice is important in the NHS and can be achieved whilst also having an open, inclusive and person-centred approach to recruitment. We in the NHS have the ability to move from being reactive to proactive in encouraging diversity in the applications we receive. In the next episode, we visit Sandwell and West Birmingham Hospitals NHS Trust, who will describe their wide-ranging community engagement activity, which is helping to address health inequalities through deploying inclusive recruitment and employment practice. The work that's done through our inclusive approach, where we work with people who others have written off, has to be to see beyond all of that. So to look at that individual's ambition, even when they don't realise what their own ambition might be. Thank you very much for listening.